This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hi, Jürgen. Hi, um, Just, uh, first of all, uh, an update on the, the injury news. Uh, Jordan Edison, we saw come back um, at half-time at Brighton. Uh, is he OK? And Thiago as well, is there an update on, on his situation? Hello is OK. Um, and Thiago, we have to maybe clarify it a little bit. It's um, So... On that day, in whenever it was, um, when Thiago got injured uh, in that bad challenge in the Everton game, um, there was another bad injury. And um, after the scans, um, it was like, okay, one was really bad news and the other one was really good news because nothing was broke, nothing was ruptured, stuff like this. But how we realize now, it was still a massive impact on the knee. Um, so. Um, the problem is that in a situation like that, you try um, to be if yeah, nothing is ruptured, nothing is broken. So that means uh, everybody thinks okay, you can go after a few days, but it's the, the impact on the knee, uh, on the leg was that was that big, that um, it's still not okay. It's not massive, and he has um, he trains from time to time, not in the moment because um, we just have to 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 realize that um, yeah we have to go a few further steps. That's it. I can't say exactly when he will be fine, um, but well, it will take a few weeks still. So with Thiago, and that's how it is. So Hendo is Hendo is fine. Nobody else is coming back. But Millie is out as well. And given given that problem with James Milner, it's it's so important to have somebody like Jordan Henderson coming back because we saw the impact that he made in the second half at Brighton. How important he is to you on both on and off the pitch, actually, but certainly on the pitch. Yeah, I didn't need that proof actually, but uh, yes, it's true. Very good news that Hendo is back. Right, we have got Carve, so we can go to Carve from Sky Sports News, uh, and then we'll go to Carl Markham and Neil Jones after that. Uh, Jürgen, uh, we saw a very uh, worrying incident last night in the Arsenal Wolves game, and I just wanted to ask you if you thought it was now time for football to follow other sports to have concussion substitutes. Um, yes, I, I honestly in that moment I didn't think about um, uh, a rule change or whatever. I just was sitting there for ten minutes and waiting that both get up um, uh, without any issues. But that didn't happen. Um, I hope um, Raúl Jiménez is as good as possible now. I heard he had a surgery. If that's right, I don't know, but I, I wish him all the best, obviously. Um, and with um, David Luiz. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think we have the concussion protocols. I know we have the concussion protocols, so the boy, uh, I'm pretty sure um, Arsenal did that. Um, and and now people say, um, I'm not sure if the, the new rule with the concussion substitute would have helped in that moment because the player can play on. I was a player myself. I had uh, a few different injuries in my life and, um, and, and and these kind of things. So if the player feels completely fine, the concussion protocol is fulfilled, then I think he would have played on anyway. Um, but yes, it makes sense that we can do things like this, of course. And the game in Amsterdam was quite close. Uh, are you expecting 
a similar kind of game at Anfield? Yeah, why should I not expect a close game? So Ajax Amsterdam is a, is a really good side, and since our game flying pretty much through the league, <laughs> um, big results, um, clear top of the table, very talented, some players coming back, um, these kind of things. Yes, I expect a, a, a close game. Fantastic, Anthony Cave. And uh, by the way, for when the player comes, you'll need to do the hands up all over again for those of you who I'm putting in, putting out. Uh, Carl Markham, followed by Neil Jones. Carl. Hi, Jürgen. Hi, Carl. Right. I'm just wondering, I know you don't like up too far forward, but in terms of getting result from this game, how significant will it be in, in making your life a little bit easier for December? I actually don't see it in, in that perspective because um, that would mean I count somehow with the points already. So we, we, we deal with the situation like how the situation is and, um, um, and yes, three points would be great absolutely great um, but that is obviously on the table it's so clear um, that it would help us massively that I, I didn't think I, uh, I would have to mention it today um, but yes of course important game against a good really good team um, and that's the way we want to approach it thank you thank you Welcome. Neil Jones from goal and then, Hi, we, go, yeah, then okay. we go to pair from the TV to Norway but Neil first Hi there, yeah. Um, I know the importance, obviously, at all times, but how important at the moment are, are the, the backroom staff in terms of the masses and the, the fitness staff in terms of getting your players ready for these games that are coming, obviously, in such a short space of time? You said yourself, they're always incredibly important in moments like this, in these intense periods, of course. Um, the players um, spend sometimes more time in that department than with me on the pitch, for sure, because we don't train a lot, um, we can't, um, and so, yeah, very, very important, um, and they know it, and uh, it's a busy time for all of us and for them, for sure, as well. Okay. Thank you, Neil. We'll go to Pat from TV2 Norway. Yes, how are you again? Hi. Uh, knowing, obviously, it's a, it's a really tight schedule now, and it's many games this season. Does, does, does all these games force you to have to prioritize between different competitions, meaning you also maybe will have less a chance in, in some competitions because you have to prioritize another one. I don't have enough players for prioritizing. So I don't know exactly what you mean. Uh, that no, we would prioritize now on... To, meaning you have to, for example, choose to rest players in, in the Champions League or in the Premier League for having a chance in, in the next game in the Champions League or the Premier League, if you understand what I mean. Yeah, but I don't have enough players for doing that. I, I, I have to react on the... It's not about the competition, it's about the game we play. So it means we played two days ago. Um, and if the fittest players for that game uh, were on the pitch, and that will be the case again for this game, because we don't have... Uh, how is that? There are not enough players to, to, to make these kind of decisions. And I never made it, for sure not between... No, I never made this kind of decisions, Premier League and, 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 and Champions League or whatever. Um, because they are, all, all competitions are for, for us very, very, very important. Um, so, no. OK, Nate uh, Williams, Ian Doyle, and then uh, one of our... Okay, yeah, we've got Bennett from, uh, I presume, from Holland. Uh, but Nate first. Hi Jürgen, um, very big week for fans this week, some are returning, some are not, um, yours won't be in the stadium tomorrow because it's before the deadline, but um, I just wondered um, 
what, what you've missed about the fans, if there's any particular chant or, or thing, thing you've missed about having the fans at Anfield? I don't think I ever played a game. In, oh, I played as a player. I had never more than 2,000 supporters probably. But uh, since I work as a coach, there was more people in the stadium. I don't know exactly who will be in and, and who will be the 2,000. Um, um, and but yes, I'm, I'm happy for the the, the 2,000 lucky ones um, who get who get the chance to to see live football again after all that time. But I have no experience with um, 2,000 people at Anfield. To be honest, so we will see um, how we adapted to no supporters in the stadium. We will try to use 2,000 in the stadium and try not to suffer uh, with two or four thousand supporters in an away stadium. So that's how it is. But it's it's not it's really not about us uh, or the, the advantage we have with that or the disadvantage somebody else. It's just it's a, a nice sign that these things are possible, and I hope I hope that it um, is just the first step. That is my biggest hope. Ian Doyle, and then after Ian, we go to Bennett. Ian. Hi, Ian. I just want to ask about uh, the youngsters, Reese Williams and Nico Williams. How well you think that they've done coming into what is a difficult situation, not least because they're coming to a team that's you know much changed. And when they play at Anfield, they don't have the backing of the fans that perhaps they would have done you know last season. You think of the Arsenal uh, League Cup game. Look, I mean, if, if somebody is a, a Liverpool youth or academy player in general, he has already for sure a lot of talent, for sure. Otherwise, you, you, you can't make the cut. Um, when you then go through all these um, difficult moments in, in your youth academy career, um, we go through, then you, have, uh, you are already used to, to some... Uh, difficult situation and some pressure, but then when you when you come up and you make the final step and you have to play in a in a, in a competitive game for the first team, that's a that's a different animal. And the boys, I think the boys adapted really really well. Um, they did uh, a lot of a lot of really good stuff. Helped us enormously. Are very important not only in the moment but especially in the moment and the only problem they have from time to time is that people compare them with the guy who played the position before them. Um, and they are, in our case, all world-class players, and um, that makes then might that makes it maybe kind of difficult for people to to see clear how talented these boys are. And um, but from my point of view, they did really, really well. Fantastic, Bennett. Are you okay to ask your question in English? That would be helpful if possible. Yeah, sure, sure, okay, no problem. Right. Yes. Hi, Jurgen. Uh, cheers from the Netherlands. Um, Hi. The injuries uh, your team has to deal with. Do you think that's a consequence uh, from the busy football calendar? From what? Like the injuries your team has to deal with. Is yeah. that a consequence of the busy football calendar? Ah, busy football calendar. <laughs> um. Yes, but not only. That's how it is. We had impact injuries, um, especially in the Everton game, two two massive impact injuries, and from that moment on, it started because pretty much because you don't have the um, if one player goes out for a long, long time, another player who is maybe not ready has to play more often than not because you, it's difficult to pre prepare a squad for two massive injuries on. On one position, and um, 
And the next step, in that case, it was a centre-half. We lost at Everton and the midfielder, we lost at Everton. Then the other midfielder had to play centre-half. That means another midfielder who was not probably exactly ready already um, for the job had to play midfield. So it, it's one leads to another thing and um, that's the situation. So um, that's not to change anymore so that we deal with that and we try to make the best of it. OK, before we go to you, Dave, we'll go to another uh, question from our Dutch uh, visitors later, which is, I think it says, uh, NOS, Studio 7, you're on. And it, it, we can't quite tell your name there, but it looks like... Uh, yes, NOS. Hilversum, yes, NOS. Yes, please, follow. Yes, away. hello. This is uh, Bjorn Roels from the Netherlands, NOS. Uh, Frank de Boer, the national head coach, stated yesterday that he is in contact with Virgil van Dijk and that he's doing well. Are you in contact with Virgil and how is he doing, according to your opinion? Yes, of course, we are in contact. Um, considering the circumstances, he's doing really well. His knee doesn't look good, to be honest. doesn't look like a knee should look, but it's, it looks good for a knee uh, with that surgery and um, the time um, um, he had since the, since the surgery. So, yeah, of course, we are in contact and he's, he's doing well. That's true. Okay, fantastic. Last two questions, Dave Maddock and then James Pearson. Yes, Dave. Hi Jürgen. Um, you, you, you say about um, you, you don't you, you don't have the players um, to, to prioritize. To prioritize, um, and I mean it's clear what you've been saying all along is you actually care about the players and their health. So how difficult is that as a manager when you when when you know that you don't have the numbers to do what you should be doing um, and uh, you, you, you have little choice. It, it must be hard for you and your staff to even be in this position. So, uh, you know, as a manager who cares about his players. It's the situation. <laughs> it's a situation. And I, but it's so difficult to, to answer these kind of questions without starting the the other discussion again so it is not a perfect situation that was always clear and it will be more difficult for all of us um, and but obviously uh, not enough people at least uh, want to offer us any kind of help to to not not only for us uh, for 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 the for the football people, and um, so that looks like then nothing will change. We just have to deal with it. And there's always a moment when you when you try to change things, and there's a moment when you and while you changing or try to change things, you are still um, dealing with the with the with the things which how they are, and um, that's it. I cannot say more. So um, I said it always, as long as we can line up 11 players, we will fight with all we have. And that's still the case. Hi, Jürgen. Um, Hi, can, can I just check, where, um, where's Trent Alexander-Arnold up to with his rehab? And do you know yet how long you're going to be without Naby Keita and uh, Zerdin Shakiri? Uh, they're all getting closer <laughs> to be back. Uh, yeah, not close enough for tomorrow, I think. Um, with Nabi, we have to check uh, still, but uh, with the other two, they will not be ready. But um, Trent looks quite good. But it's... You have to make... Uh, so he's not 
nobody gave me green light for tonight, so he will not be in. He didn't train with the team, stuff like this. I saw him today on the pitch uh, doing his rehab stuff um, outside, so that looks already good. But um, it's not my decision to, to, I cannot decide when this rehab stuff will be finished. Um, I take the players over when, in the moment when, when I get the green light. That didn't happen yet. Um, but from my rather experienced eye, what I saw today, it will not be that long anymore with Trent. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.